Oh, this is Augusta Holly Podcast, and this is AEW Reviews. I will start with AEW Dark Elevation. Let me tell you what it's about. It's about is that is the goal of the AEW Dark Elevation is to give wrestlers across the world a chance to come on TV and prove what they can do as they get experience, make some connections to fill the fan base. That debut episode featured Paul White on commentary. There was an international women's main event in Rio versus Bakito. <sighs> and Tony Khan forcing Kenny Omega into a match. Being debut of a new show for AEW, let's start with the big question. Is AEW Dark Elevation worth your time to watch? Yes, because... Because if you love dark, you'll love dark elevation. Alright. Here's, right, here's more. Dark elevation had more interviews, storylines, and a few competitive matches between signed talent. These were the parts that grabbed my interest and will help make future stars. The show could be very good. AEW trims down a tight hour focused on those aspects. We'll start with the recap. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna recap the stories and interviews. Omega made an unattached appearance to pop brains for the new endeavor. The champion feeling sassy and hard, but his plan backfired when Tony Khan intervened. It began when Zaydelberg and Tassie Richter early in the show. Matt and Mike used their flashy skills to defeat the debuting Jarrell Nelson and Royce Isaacs. Matt cleaned house, leading to a double lightning spiral slam to finish Nelson. Marez was backstage with Sidell Brothers. They plan to take over every team in the tag division. Ma- Omega and Nakazawa, Kalasai's side. The people would rather hear from the chant. The Omega will be scooting for talent to bring up to the flagship Dynamite Show. Matt stands up as a prefect guy to break through the top five. Omega puts down Kelly Khan's Kakamei rankings. The only top right at match Omega was listed at Nakazawa. Bots 1 through 5 were all Nakazawa. What led to a challenge? If Sidell could beat Nakazawa, they would get a shot at Omega. If Sidell could beat Omega, he would get a shot at the championship. The catch was that Sidell had to wrestle Naka in the later in the show. Matt was excited for the opportunity. Sidell's match against Nakazawa was quick with a mix of action and comedy. Nakazawa came out of AEW office clothes while wearing apple, eating an apple. He texted Sidell prior to the opening bell. Naka connected a big boot, choked out the landlord. You know, honestly, Saito is screaming her sleep. <sighs> I'm a little bit tired, but I'm going to keep going. Then he pulled Naka's pants down and delivered a head kick to the wind. Omega sprinted to the ring to tackle Seidel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The champ bludgeons the adversary laptop. Omega grabbed the mic. He told Seidel, he just booked a one-way ticket on the Mega Train. Omega was pumped up. Jack and Frisky, he booked their feature fresh right now. A squash took place. V-Trigger, one-wing angel for one, two, three. Tony Khan came out to stage to yell at Tony Khan for not living up his word. Khan's going to give Sidell another opportunity because Omega, that, that match will take place next week on Dynamite. If Sidell wins, then he'll earn a, a world title shot. It looks like there may be trouble with Brew between Myro and Penelope Ford. Myro and Sabian were in action. They were in Bear Black and Bear Morales. Myro released the age and stretched on a hot tag. He flat Morales and suplex the tag. And Sabian executed a real hung twisted net breaker after the match. Ro- Ford 
hope on an apron to celebrate her husband. Myra stopped the short fight to rain. Myra kept celebrating while Roy rained on the outside with a sad expression. This is a continuation where Ford knocked hard apron during Myra and Kip's revolution paper match against Chuck Taylor Orange Cassidy. In other news, QT Marshall continues to be a jockey. It's been consistent leaving Marshall Nightmare fan high and dry the past week. Marvez Barberry asked about status with the crew. QT joked about walking out on the earth and putting over in the new show. He promised there was nothing wrong with the Nightmare family. QT Marshall went on to defeat Marco Stunt. Luke Shores and Nick Camarotas escorted their allies, but both exiled to the Prada bout. QT began tossed Stunt like a child. As Stunt attempted a bright slice break, QT counted for a cutter to win. After the match, Avalon, Zabon, and Nick Neff stomped on, Q- on Stunt. QT watched from the stage, made no effort to save it. Luchasaurus ran in to save the chase away the bad guys. It was announced that Bonnier versus Luchasaurus will take place on Tuesday Night Dark. Hobbs got a chance to shine on the mic where he and Hook top. Hook snickered at Marvaz, mentioning Brandon Cutler's recent success. Hobbs acquired looks like a chump. He applied it. Colors beaten chumps. Hobbs all about the action. He will handle business. Hobbs backed up his word in a win against Brandon Cutler. Hook was ringside. Cutler was strategy to stick and move. This led to mild success in between public sessions. In the end, Cobbs caught a fine attack to explode for a power slam. Sticking with the demon dark elevation. AEW produced a rising star featuring for Lee Johnson and Big Shotty discusses background and the pressure of joining the Nightmare family. Johnson's nickname honors for an uncle and compasses passion, fire, and drive. It was a segment to make Johnson available to the root for. Let's get spread to the rest of the matches. Jungle Boy defeated Rami Light, Danny Light. He he made him tap out with a snare trap submission for the victory. Big Soul beating Skylar Moore, Swole ran with a burst of offense, then hit a dirty dance, Rick Court strike to win the match. Tante Conti defeated Alex Vox. Negative one ringside. She unloaded kicks and knees and earned with the win with a hammerlock DT. Red Velvet defeated Jane Jordan. The Meeker compete with Velvet Speed. The Cupcakes advantage and win with a single leg drop kick. Max Cass defeated Dante Morton. Basically, Castle kicked Martin in the gun at the flying elbow drop gave Castle the win. Abaddon defeated Raylan. Young Dog had the fine spirit. Zombie Girl could not be stopped. Abaddon scored a victory on, on a paintbrush backhand and a gore neck breaker. Okay. Diamet defeated Leah Gray. Aggressive action calling with a cold red to close it. We got Hardy Inc. First defeated Alexander the Alexander, Charlie Bravo, Brid, Brick Ulrich, and David Ali. The match ended when the Butcher of the Blade hit Ali with a powerball network combo for the win. We got an announcement that Lexi Nair will have a new YouTube series called Outside Ring. In a, it arrives in April. Rio defeated Maka Ito, the cutest in the world, didn't did her song and dance routine before the main event. Each of locked in the lion, tight lion tamer, but real user 
exit flexibility to reach the ropes. Ito, high risk gamble, did not pay off when he, when he, he missed the flying headbutt. We have pounds for the only nice track for the victory. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right, let's hear it for the champ, King Omega. He was the entertaining portion of the night of Dark Elevation. His mini angle put over the cost of the show and set up a quick bill for his future Diamond match against Sidell. Sidell area veteran in business, but he'd be elevated in his encounter. My tight standout was Myro. He was ruthless and savage beings. His opponents just kind of fear I see for the man like Myro. He riding me up. The angle with Penny poured. Penelope Ford felt a bit odd. Is it too soon? There will be trouble with Power Destiny. If it ends with Miro just trying to keep saving, then we all, that'll be worth it. Sorry, kid. Miro needs to be unheaded to reach maximum potential. Paul White was sold on commentary. He was a smooth speaker and insightful analysis. Personal stories were raised to a town of good touch to help lower level wrestlers make connections with the fans. Will Hobbs, Lee Johnson were both effective, but then Mike Tunn, these are the scenes I enjoy. I hope to see more of them on Dark Elevation. We'll close the, the move on the night. It was like to see QT Marshall clearly toss Marco Sun to an air to set up a backbreaker. So this was AEW Dark Elevation, and hope you enjoyed it. All right, coming up, I will be reviewing AEW Dark. All right, we are back. And we are reviewing the AEW Dark. We are welcoming you all us for our review edition of AEW Dark. And we have Excalibur and Taz on the commentary team. They did tease that Negative One will join them later tonight. They sent Justin Roberts, their their announcer, Luchasaurus versus Caesar Bonnet starts the show. They quickly locked up. There was Barnett was pushing the corner. Nina Man could be able to drop each other with shoulder blocks. The Luchasaurus used the speed to drop Barnett with a boot. Barnett used agility, but meets the thrust kicks him into the corner. Luchasaurus lays some cracks in the corner. Barnett rakes Luchasaurus' eyes, spots his own strikes in the corner. Luchasaurus pushes out the corner of the Irish Red hit a clothesline. Luchasaurus hit a big headbutt. Avalon provides a distraction. Monet takes advantage of dropkicking Luchasaurus to the outside. Avalon takes advantage of a referee distraction, but Luchasaurus chokes him. Monet comes in for the save. Luchasaurus on the side. Monet rocks Luchasaurus clothesline covered, but Luchasaurus kicked out. But they do some more damage. Back suplex cover. Only got the two count. We got a heel Maki and a baby face. But I fired the baby face up. Luchasaurus catches the punch, Calvin and Neela, and but Luchasaurus super suplex kicks up, like the course to a kick. Then wins the match with a cho- choke slam moonstone combo for the victory. The winner Luchasaurus, it was it was a little the match had a botch, but it was still good. Savannah Evans versus Leah Hirsch. We saw Evans and Hirsch talking some trash talking. Hirsch. Dominated most of the match, hit her with a German suplex. Her strike really hard. Then Mayor tapped out with an arm bar for the victory. We get a post match. We saw Hirsch and Vicarella trade words on the outside as Hirsch brushes off Vicarella's trash talking. We got John Silver to Scott Skyler. John Silver, his bench shot, Skyler with the boot. 
then hits him with the basically, you know, that when an iron, like iron sharp, the man that iron sharp with Kevin Owens, it was like a, it was like a few that Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns did. It was that guy that invented that his version of that, that, oh yeah. It was a tornado power bomb that that back whatever it is. Yes, yeah, Silver wants the match. Johnson. Alright, we got Penalty before versus Chester Price. Four charges on a price. Price of eight. Pro Ford uses the ropes quite distance. Catch Price off guard. It was back and forth. Then then Penalty before Fisher up with a springboard. I mean handspring cutter for the victory. Winner, Penelope Ford. Hugo Dussel, Jake Patrick versus Chaos Project. It was a good match. Then basically Dussel runs the pump kit. Chaos Project hits Creeping Death for the win. We saw Luther did a power bomb. We saw Dussel finally hit the Tornado D, D again for the second time. So the winner is Chaos Project. It's Kylan King versus Jasmine Allure. Kylan King took over the match. They, it was back and forth, trading strikes, elbows, big boots. Oler got another Kazora, but King counters into the Kingdom Fall for the win. Winner, Kylan King. We got a squash match with Dark Order versus Jobbers. Bunch of Jobbers, no one cares about. Basically, is imagine. Morales dropped by Uno, then Black gets taken out by Hey Netmaker. Black eats strikes for Angels and Uno. Grayson hit the Nightfall Saba Cabana for the Billy Ghost Curse for the submission victory. Winners, Dark Order. We got the Dunk Club, Dunk Club versus some jobbers. The opposing team got the jump on the Gun Club as they were signed. We will start up. Gun Club gained the upper hand. Colton hit a double hundred suplex. Billy hit a Famouser. Also hit a quick draw for the win. Winners, Gun Club. You got Bear Country versus Big Allred the Alexander. Bear Country took quickly take out Allred Alexander. Bronson set up Alexander up top. He hits a double slam carrying both Allred and Alexander. Bronson set them up on top of others. They carry Bronson on his shoulder. They hit an elevator drop for the win. Winners, Bear Country. Nick Camarado versus QT with QT Marshall versus D3. Camarado tries to shoot for a takedown, misses D3 trying to evade Camarado. D3 tries for wrist up, but Camarado quickly bias him. D3 gets some kicks on his back. Hit it a Gamma Girl kick, tries to go up top. Camarado chases him, tries to slam him, but D3 lands on his feet, keep the offense going. Camarado halts D3 with a big backbreaker. Camarado has a D3 and a girl press transition into a power slam for the win. Nick Camarado, Jarrell Nelson, Royce Isaac versus Rossi Blondes. Isaac's opponent is stand up. Pillman blasts with shoulder tackle. Garrison tags in his splat. Double suplex with Pillman. Cover over two count. Rossi Blondes wearing down Isaac's. Isaac's strong punch and sent Pillman over the top of the corner. Nelson takes advantage of distracting referee, prevents the screenboard. Nelson tags in, hits some stops in the corner. Combination Vince with Nelson and Isaac, but they only got the two count off it. Pillman gets the elbow up. Nelson hits a silver kick, but Pillman charges through Nelson, escaped Isaacs to tag Garrison. Garrison left Nelson over with a huge body back, back drop. He is fucking over a cover, but Nelson breaks it up. Nelson Isaac hits another combo move, but Garrison kicks out. Garrison 
flips over Pelham tight tags in. Garrison hits a discus elbow. Pelham hits a spin bar calls on for the win. Ver- winners, Rossi Blonde. We got Matty Wernowski versus Vert Vixen. Alright. R- the end of the match. Renowski baits Vert Vixen gets a drop toe hole. Renowski nails the axe kick for the win. Winners, Matty Wernowski. We got Solo and Brain versus SCU. The match was good. It was it was pretty hit a good tag team match. It was good. To the end of the match, when Daniel tags in, take out Solo. Hit SCU hit the bell smell for Elster Ever from the win. Winners SCU. We got Janelle and Sunny Kiss for Team Taz. Yeah, the end of the match when. When Janela tags in and takes out Sharks again, Cage rocked by Kiss and Janela. Cage picks up Janela, carries Kiss at the same time. He drops two of them before Sharks blind tags in. Stars charges with a spear for the win. T Taz wins. The winners are Team Taz. Post match, Cage doesn't seem too pleased with Tarks. Tie himself in a win. Taz says everything's fine. The win's a win. Cool has prevailed, but Janela doesn't seem too pleased with Kiss' performance. Janela apologized, said he was just frustrated, and he hugged it out. We got Jeff Evans versus Preston Van- Ten Vance. Ten pushes Evans off. Mm-hmm. But there was one moment in the match. It was a hard hitting match where Evans was busted wide open. And basically, he was hit with a low blow. He tried hitting Nelson. Jellico runs a lot. Evans hit a low blow, as I told you. Evans hit the flying splash cover. Ten kicks out. Ten. Locks in the nil nuts as he bleeds from the mouth. Evans pass out, giving 10 the win. Winner, the winner is Preston 10 Vance. Escalibur hyped up Dynamite St. Patrick's Day Slayer as, as we close out Dark. Okay, that was my review on Dark. Coming up next, I will be reviewing Dynamite. So stay tuned. This is Augusta Oli. So stick around. And we're back. This is Augusta Ali. Now we're going to review the final thing. AEW Dynamite. And it includes the main event of Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker. Okay. Alright. We got the matches. Besides Dr. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. We got Cody Rose versus Penta Elzel, Nero Mito, Jake Argill versus Janning Jordan, Isaiah Cassidy and Marin Quinn and versus Matt Hardy versus Embade Blade, the Butcher defeated, I mean, versus Bear Boulder, Bear Bronson, Jungle and Louis Soros and Michael Stunt, Eddie Kingston, Moxley versus Gallows Anderson, Ray Phoenix versus Angelico, and that's all it is. Okay, let's start. We got the open match. The open match was a quality counter. I was under the impression and hoping that Penta was in line to receive a strong push, but although losing the match just seemed to be a plan, given his opposed match assault on Rhodes, Scups could stare down with Cody's fellow and nightmare family members who made the save. But there we saw a short but solid singles debut for Jay Cargill, who picked up a singles win. Jay had a great look, presence, but still extremely limited and green in the ring. That being said, she did what she extremely well and sure with time her she could very well make a major name for herself in the business. 
the dynamic between the former world champion John Moxley and his once hated rival turned respected comrades is a captive one. I'm not convinced I'd like to see them stay in the team full time. An alliance of sorts opened up some interesting possibilities. There's also a chance Kingston could face Omega for the world title at some point in spring mouthwatering. The main event certainly made a sprint attempt at breaking the internet. It's been a while since I witnessed social media blowing up to extend due to non-paid pay-per-view that's The long story history between Rick Breaker and Thunder Rosa came to a violent conclusion as two women battle in an unsanctioned lights out match which there were no rules false count anywhere. This match had all tables, ladders, chairs, a lot of thumbtacks, certainly a lot of blood. Indeed, the hardcore legend McFoley endorsed it with big thumbs up. As often the case in bloody ball battles, Britt Baker mainly lost the match, but the scenes of her wearing a crimson mask on her own blood at the end of the show, the first dynamite to feature two women in the main event, no less, more than establishing her as a star. Although, let's not take away from her opponent, who now get a shot at the women's champion, Hikaru Shura. I've been a fan of Rosa through various stages of journey from MWA to MMA career, I believe. This is a match where she finally embraced a tier of pro potential. It's not a Often our wrestles reach a new level, even rare for two to do it. Say night. That's why social media exploded. Both these women deserve the praise they receive. And Dynamite this week did feature some quality ring match and that history making was hardcore match. There were some fantastic promos. NJF who once again why one of the best stick workers in the business he uses ever impressive vernacular to both establish his new stable and now named the Pritical. Also berate his longtime rival Chris Jericho the progress process. And Maxwell was the only one to leave an impression on us. The combined efforts of Moxley, Kingston, and Joint Vigilant Paul to about against Good Brothers was another inevitable work of art. To top on the night, Don Cass showed up once again, talked the great talkie is chats to the young bucks, gave a shout out to Brian Cage who stepped up in the press the crowd when he snatched him off for going against the savage leader Taz's wishes. Cut a great little pro boat. Tell Sting how much he respects him. The only downside of this is what Lance Archer's own message delivered along with his mentor Drake Roberts directed at Sting Darby Allen. Moments that earlier seemed somehow lost in the shovel. And perhaps that's going to be my only complaint. We have such, we have movie focuses, angles on forward, developing new star chain allegiances. If anything, that show felt a little too busy. Fast, busy, however, that's not a bad problem to the buzz. Momentum high trade continue on to next week. And I'm more excited about to look forward to next week. The heavyweight champion, Kenny Bay, will face Mike Seidel. The match with the later will earn a title match. Should he be victorious? Darielle determined to be once again made the TA championship belt held by a fire champion to put the title on the line against Dark Order Sod Silver. It was basically a solid action packed enjoyable show. Now my analysis here's my analysis on the whole thing. There's no denying that AEW has been building up momentum each and every week. Recent big name signs as a sink, Paul White, Christian, along with celebrity appearances, Chris Shaquille O'Neal, had turned a lot of eyes out to the product. It's important for the company to capitalize on that. That's what they're doing. The hype machine was in top gear this week. Result in a stack show for the St. Patrick's Day Slam. Since the company aired the Revolution pay-per-view back on the 7th of the month, it almost feels that the pieces of the puzzle are slides to place, and kudos for the focus AEW directed showing this week. Okay, this was my review of AEW Dynamite. I will see you. I will see you next week 
for AEW Review Edition. So, this is Augusta Production. I mean, Augusta Holly saying, See y'all later. And one more thing. My little mess of the breaker. The blood on your face look a lot better than than no makeup at all. Honestly, you look very thrilling with blood on your face, Rip Breaker. <laughs>